Hello, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Jesse Duplantis. And I'm Kathy Duplantis. And, and let's we're start so off saying Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. I love this is the Christmas season. And like they say, Jesus is the reason for the season. He and sure I believe is. that. And it's just such a blessing of the Lord. And uh, it's my favorite time of the year. And I just enjoy it. Because I, you know what I enjoy about it, Kathy, is that people, they have a better attitude about mm -hmm. life, even though they're going through some tough things, yeah. you know, with the COVID and all the kind of crazy right. things. And I want to talk a little bit about that today okay. uh, here in this chat, and I believe you're going to be blessed. So if you've got a Bible or an iPad or a phone, whatever you use for your Bible, I'd like you to go to Matthew chapter 6. It's one of my favorite chapters in the Bible because Jesus is very explicit about what he, he says for us to do. Right. And I want to read, and I want you to read this in the Amplified, if you don't mind. Uh, Matthew chapter 6, verse 24. Jesus, now this is, all, this is all red, so Jesus is talking. He says, no man can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or else he will hold to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. Now, I'd like you to read that in the Amplified, verse uh, 24. 24. No one can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or he will stand by and be devoted to the one <clears throat> and despise and be against the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. And in parentheses, it says deceitful riches, money, possessions, or whatever is trusted in. Right. In other words, God <clears throat> is your source and your supply. Amen. I want to talk about something I believe you're going to be blessed by. It. So have someone watch this, or, and I believe they're going to be ministered to. Yeah, and share to. it with someone. And sh share it with someone. In verse 25, I want to read the first sentence. It says, Therefore I say unto you, take no thought for your life what you shall eat or what you shall drink. Now watch this. And then Jesus says it again in verse 31. Therefore take no thought, saying, what shall you eat or what you shall you drink? Uh, how shall you be clothed? Then in verse 34, he says, Take therefore no thought for tomorrow, for tomorrow shall take thought for the things of itself. Sufficient unto the day is the evil thereof. I think Jesus is trying to tell us something that we don't have nothing to worry about. That's right. If we just understand who he is. He is our source. He is our supply. He is everything. Now, the what I want to get to is Matthew 6, 33. The Bible says, But seek ye first. Now, you can't get second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, eight, nine, ten, whatever you believe in for, whatever, what are you wanting until you seek ye first? <laughs> seek ye first the kingdom of God. Now, what is the kingdom of God? The kingdom of God is not a place. The kingdom of heaven is a place. The kingdom of God is a method. It's God's way of doing and being right. Right. Now, the, when you hear God saying the kingdom of God, it's the way how he does things. Watch this. He said, but seek ye first the kingdom of God. And his righteousness. Now, why would we have to seek righteousness? Because a lot of people don't believe they're the righteousness of God. You know, they go by what they they go by what people say. But Jesus, you're righteous, but I don't feel righteous. Well, sometimes people don't feel married, but you are. Right. That has nothing to do with what you feel. It's what God said about you. Seek you first God's way of doing and being right and his righteousness. Because once you know that you're the righteousness of God, once you know you're right, then I don't care what anybody says. That says you're wrong. It doesn't make any difference. It doesn't change your righteousness. That's Watch right. this. He said, but seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things. What things? Well, cars, clothes, shoes, food. And I want to talk about that during this time because I find that a lot of, quote, quote, I hate to say this, and I don't mean it to be rude, but I believe it to be true, that a lot of the politicians and people are trying to, they're trying to ruin Thanksgiving. They're trying to ruin Christmas over the word COVID. Now, I don't deny what COVID's doing. Don't misunderstand me. But I deny it's right to bring fear to anybody's life. That's right. You see what I'm saying? And when I realize it, take no thought. People say, but just don't worry about nothing. Right. 
Because he said, take no thought about it. Well, what are you going to do if you can't pay for something? Well, what are you going to do if you can't? <clears throat> you see, I just flip it to the other side. Right. You see, and when you understand that, you seek ye first. Now, the reason why we're blessed in the city, blessed in the field, blessed going in, blessed going out, that doesn't mean we don't have trouble in life. It's because we seek ye first. So what is first in your life? Right. Now, once you know what's first in you, anything else that comes second, third, fourth, fifth, whether it's good, bad, or regular, call it what you want, mm -hmm. it doesn't change what's first in your life. You see what I'm saying? Now, people worry about it. Well, I don't know what I'm going to do. Well, God does. Right. Just go do what he does. Mm -hmm. See what I'm saying? Now, you know, people say, well, Jesus was poor. I, would, I, I totally disagree with that because a poor man, <laughs> when's the last time a poor man ever gave you something or gave you a job? Jesus had 12 full-time people on his staff. Mm -hmm. Now, he had 70 part-time people. Now, you've heard me say this before. So that's 82 people that worked for him. Some were married. He took care of them. Why? Because you could say he was their employer. You never heard him struggling. Right. And he told me, when y'all go out, you don't need to take nothing. Because mm -hmm. uh, my father going to take care of these things. Yeah. He said, because you know your heavenly father knows you need of these things. So, you know, ladies and gentlemen, I don't really ask. I mean this to be sound crazy. I don't ask God for cars, clothes, shoes, money. I don't need to be concerned about that whatsoever at all. Why do I? Because in this life, you got to have cars, clothes, shoes, money, house. I don't seek them because he knows I need of those right. things. Right. In fact, he taught us not to seek that. In fact, that whole passage of scripture that you were talking about, mm -hmm. my, my heading over that section is about anxiety. Yeah. And there's a lot of people that are tormented because right. of anxiety, worried about what's going to happen tomorrow. But God, the Jesus came to the earth. He, they called him the Prince of Peace. Hallelujah. Peace on earth, goodwill toward, toward all men. That's what the Christmas season's all about. That's God it. doesn't want us to take on the care because he's the one who came to take away all of that. In fact, you know, can I read that scripture yeah, that you sure. read, the, te the main text in 33? Yes. And the Amplified is so powerful. It says, Listen but, to this. but seek, and in parentheses it says, aim at and strive after. Mm -hmm. That's what seek is really at. You got to right. aim for this. You got to right. work for, towards it. It says, first of all, his kingdom and his righteousness. And then in parentheses, it says, his way of doing and being right. You know, the only way that you can be right is through the blood of Jesus, That's through right. accepting him into our heart as our personal savior. That's the only and way the word we personal can is very be righteous. Right. You know, and when we seek him and we, we receive the righteousness of God, it gives us the ability to lay hold of every promise that is in the word of God that Jesus came to fulfill for us. Well, I'll give Isn't you an example. Yeah, it's wonderful. But the thing, I remember when I first started in the ministry, uh, I, we didn't have nothing. Remember, we gave all our money away and I went out on the road. I didn't have nothing. So sometimes it, I, they didn't feed me for a week. I used to call it a forced fast. Mm -hmm. Now, and you never heard me complain, not that I'm bragging on myself, true. because I made up my mind this, that God would take care of me. He always has. He always will. You see, when you seek ye first, when you know the person you believe in it, you're not just believing who he is. You know in whom you have believed. Right. Then the next uh, level comes, you get persuaded. Right. And you get persuaded what? That he's able to do whatever you are believing. 
Yeah. You see, you'll have many opportunities to fail in life. I just don't take any. I, I probably said that 10,000 times in my life. I just don't take any because I see key first. I'm right. not concerned about all the junk that everybody's concerned about. Man, everybody's concerned about the elections and everybody's concerned about the uproar and all this and that kind of stuff. And Whoa, they keep geez. that Watch boiling. Oh, is, is the Republicans going to win Georgia? Is the Democrats going to win Georgia? And all I think is Georgia. Georgia. They got Georgia on their mind. <laughs> Georgia on their mind. Lord <laughs> Jesus. What are you going to do? Well, one man told me, he said, my God, if Biden gets in, uh, we're gonna, he's going to raise the taxes. Well, then you're going to make more money. Now, you see, you don't think that way. First, you think you're going to lose. No, no, no. Still, you, God, you have to realize God is your God. source no matter what happens. And in he's in earth. control. In the earth. Well, when we let him. Yeah, when you let him. <laughs> the whole key to it is when, what are you willing to believe, see? That doesn't mean trouble don't come. Trouble does come. And the Bible says, casting all your care. Upon him. You know why I don't care about nothing? Are you ready for this? <laughs> because, and those care don't go away when you tell it to go away. You have to cast it. Have, it's like casting your fear away. You, you just gotta, you gotta just get rough with it. Because care is a form of pride. Hmm. You, you see, when you start caring about something, you're saying God can't handle your business. So you gotta take it back from God and worry about that. There's two things that does not mix with faith. One is worry, uh -huh. and the other is hurry. Hurry, yeah. Yeah, it's those not, two things. It's not compatible. Uh, 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 they're not compatible at all. So uh, that doesn't mean the devil hadn't given me some hard time. People say, well, what did you do when they didn't feed you? See, I made up my mind, and he was just used to aggravate the devil so bad. I said, well, I'll just fast. Mm -hmm. Well, if you run out of gas, going home. And I did. Yeah. What do you do? Uh, just hitchhike. What? What do you, what do you, what do you, you want me to lay down on the side of the road and die? Yeah. No, I made up my mind. But God put those, me in the ministry. Right. I remember those early days we had just that one car and That's you it. would take it to go to the road, the meetings that you were yeah. scheduled to speak at. You'd leave and you'd go leave on a Saturday. You'd be going Sunday through Wednesday. Wednesday. You'd be driving back on a Thursday and we didn't have a car for a, se a good season. I don't know. It was a, right. several months there that mm -hmm. we were just without a car. I think your brother ended up giving us one of yeah, his older cars. Yeah, when Wayne, who's him, gave me that car, I, that was such a blessing. But I, I mean, I could have... So you could have something to... I could have worried about that, but I, I found a way to get to church. The church that we went to had a bus ministry, so... And you didn't feel me bad and Jody. getting on a bus, huh? I didn't want to miss church. No, no I, didn't. I didn't. See, that's my point. God you... made a way for me to get what was important to me, which yeah. was getting into yeah. church, being faithful to yeah. him, and that's that was what we... So we have, we have a statement in Louisiana. You do what you got to do. <laughs> <laughs> you do whatever it takes to Get it done. You know, See. Jesse, while you were just talking, I was thinking about a, a childhood experience, and I know you have so many beautiful ones. I mean, mm -hmm. we talk about them often on our, and uh, if you don't mind, I'd love for you to share that story about when you was a little boy and, and you went to spend the night at a friend of yours' house, and oh, they, were, they had been in the, the, this family had been on the mission field, and they had moved back to South Louisiana, and they, and you went over to visit. Okay, and, no, and you they, got a little backwards. This is before he went to the before mission Before he field. went. But tell but us, Pastor such, James one of my favorite stories. Okay, Pastor James. Sellers was the pastor of the Venice Full Gospel Church down in Venice, Louisiana. That's down the peninsula of Louisiana, going all the way down to where the mouth of the Mississippi River. He had a son named Raymond. Raymond was a good friend of mine. Mm -hmm. You know, we were the same age. Now, now brother James and uh, brother Sellers and uh, I think her name was Sister Fern. I you know, think I heard you say. I think that. her name was Sister Fern. Make a long story short, they had. Uh, 10 or 12 kids. Mm -hmm. uh, you, they must have been Catholic or something. <laughs> one time, you know. But anyway, good Lord. And I remember, um, now, you know, these were poor people, you know, and, but he was the pastor of the church. Well, me and Raymond became pretty good friends. We went to the same school, blah, right. blah, this and that. So one time, Raymond invited me to spend the night. So, and my mama said, you know, that's when you used to, I don't know if they still do that anymore, where kids would go spend the night 
at their friend's house and vice versa. So we went. Now, I was about ready to experience something I had never seen before in my life. Okay. Now, Brother Jane was one of the finest men I think I've ever met in my life. I don't even know if he's still living today. Mm -hmm. Had a wonderful family. Now, but I mean, they, but now they didn't even have trouble. Well, anyway, I remember that sister Fern. That's why I, she, she set the table. Now, you know, when you got 10 or 12 kids, I, th I think they had 12, I'm not sure. Anyway, a bunch of them. And so they put all the plates out and all that kind of stuff. But and was, they had an extra mouth that night with you. Plus an extra mouth, me. Now, and why is it? But there was no feed, food. There was yeah. no food on the table. No food. Just the plates, the forks, spoons, the knives, and a glass. And you're all sitting around well, the table? So he said, as everybody sat down, we're going to pray over the food. <laughs> My lightning fast mind said, it, it ain't no food. <laughs> so I'm thinking, well, she, after they pray over it, they're going to go in the kitchen, get it, and bring it on, put it there. Well, they prayed over it. Now, and so, they're about ready to pray. And uh, I said, uh, brother, uh, Pastor, uh, brother Sellers, I call him, I think. I said, there ain't no food. He said, the Lord will provide. Mm. Now, I'm a heathen. You understand what I'm saying? I'm going, well, he better provide quick because there ain't nothing on this table. I remember in my, you in my said mind. you thought in your little mind, we're going to eat plates. We're going to eat plates tonight, today, <laughs> today or whatever. <laughs> so now, where he lived, you had to cross a bayou. We call it a bayou. Uh, and it was a... And it was, it, it was a very small little bridge, only about the, a walking bridge. A walk bridge. And I mean, I would say at least 80 yards, you know, you'd cross like that, and then the house would be over here, cross it, and by 80 yards to, to get to the bridge. Mm -hmm. See, so, so I said, okay. So he just, and he did this, he put his, he didn't do his hands like this. You know, when you've been raised Catholic, you learn to do this. He did it like this, like covenant, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. something, just something like that. And he said, oh, Heavenly Father. And I kept my eyes open. I thought, well, we're going to get to see this here. <laughs> oh, Lord, bless the food to our body. We thank you that you supply all our needs, according to his riches and glory. Now, watch this. He ain't taking no thought. That's right. Because there's nothing on the table. See, there's nothing right here. Nothing on the table. You understand? Nothing. And uh, I thank you for supplying our meal and bless it to our body that it will bring nutrition to us. And I'm thinking. <laughs> and all of a sudden we hear this. And so he says, Fern, answer the door. Mm -hmm. Now we all sitting like this. So Sister Fern gets up, very small house, you know, walks it, and when she opens up on the steps, is about five bags full of groceries, all mm. kinds of stuff. I mean, every I mean, stuff that I like to eat, potato chips, and <laughs> stuff like that. Plus good, good stuff. Good stuff. Something you, know, you can yeah. eat right now. Yes, I mean, you know, plus at meat and vegetables. She, he said, so she picks it. He said, you can go ahead and prepare the food. And then she passed out some of the potatoes. Y'all can eat a few little snacks and all that kind of stuff. I could not get over it. Now, the first thing I did, I, 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 there's no way, ladies and gentlemen, I'm telling you, God is my witness. I, I put my hand on 10,000 Bibles. There's no way anyone could get across that bridge fast enough. She picks it up. We all go to the, we got away from the table, just walk. Nothing. Nobody, no, nobody, nothing. And I thought, Jane, I said, Brother James, what do you think? He said, the angels brought us food. Wow. And I thought, well, somebody brought us food. <laughs> so she fixed it. It took about maybe 35, 40 minutes, and we were eating snacks. Don't you like to eat snacks? Well, you know, you're just nibbling on stuff. Appetizers. And you still love appetizers. I still love appetizers. <laughs> and I'll never forget that as long as I ever live. Mm -hmm. I'm 71 years old. That must have happened when I was about seven, eight years old, something like that. And, uh, and uh, I'll never forgot that. But that man had faith. Yeah. But what he did, he put Matthew 6, 
verses 24 all the way to 34 in, 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 into, in, into fruition. He took no thought. He actually prayed and lived over the food and there was no food. He, he wasn't concerned about any of that. And then he went on the mission field with all his kids. Okay. And I mean, my God, you know, you got that many kids. Good God, man. I mean, you know, the sustain. How do you sustain that kind of family? You're going to a poorer country than America. Right. You know right. what I'm saying? And uh, anyway, to make a long story short, Raymond passed away when he was about, I, I may be wrong in this, if his sisters or them are still living or whatever. I think he must have been about 18, 19. I think he got cancer or something. Mm. And Brother James was such a phenomenal man. He actually embalmed Raymond. Oh and Barry, can you imagine doing that to your child? Because he loved were, his boy. While they were on the mission field. While they were on the mission what, field. What I, and I'm almost positive that's correct. Hmm. Well, anyway, years and years passed. Uh -huh. And we went to a missions convention down in Golden Meadow uh, at the Bayou Lands Mission. The name of that church. It was, uh, I can't think of the name of it. it but Pastor uh, Eno Danton was, it was the pastor. I think his son still pastors that church. Make a long story short. Um, no, it first belonged to Pastor Jimmy Byrus, and uh, then he went to another church. I'm trying to get it all together. Make a long story short, they had a bunch of missionaries come up, and they said, what do you all believe in God for? And, and I believe in giving a mission. Some needed bicycles, you know, to get over there. And they put and, this convention on, I remember, sure. so that the, the missionaries could come, and each right. one could say what it they is need, they needed. They wanted to be able to gave re money receive it. an offering. It was, that, was the pro that was the purpose It was a that. holy thing. It really Beautiful, was. Beautiful, right. Well, they waited. Brother James was the last one. They said, Pastor Sullivan, uh, they come, uh, would you come up? And he came up in tears, started streaming down his chair. He was a very tall, thin man. Yeah, and he probably needed as much or more than oh, any of those. Oh, I think he needed more than anybody because he was in the worst position of all of them. He said, and you know, I mean, people, are ready. they got their checkbook ready, couldn't they see it? What can we do for this man? He does such a great work because he's got a big, large family. And he said, oh, God, send me some men. Send me some women that can help me preach this gospel. He didn't ask for one. Touch him when I think about that. He didn't ask for one physical thing. What, he, what did he do? Seek ye first God's way of doing and being right. right. And I mean, it was not easy. I know that. And uh, then I think he came back from the field many, many years later or something. I don't even know if he's still living. I hope mm -hmm. to God he is. And uh, he would be way up in age if he, if he was. But uh, I, I'll never forget that. See, he sought God's way of doing and being right. He thought the mission more than anything else. Mm -hmm. Now, I want, to, I want to say this, and I want everyone to listen to me. Missionaries, you can't tell your children God will supply everything and they never get to eat. They stall because they are a totally different person. In other words, your faith and your manifestation must come together mm -hmm. so those kids can see what God is doing. That reminds me of John Hagee. John Hagee would said this, that he gave things to his children. How I think did he, he say said that? He, they, the way I remember it is that he says, I've spent a lot of money helping my children fall in love with the gospel. I think because yeah. they did things right. as a family together. They made sure they did had family vacations. And he he said, didn't God put the provided. family to the side. No. Included the family in everything they right. did in church as well as they played together, they prayed together, you know, those right. things. And, and I'm going to say something some of you may disagree with. You may be called to go through some of the things, but maybe your children are not. So what you should do is get your faith strong enough that your kids are taken care of. Maybe, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Because some, sometimes children think, well, if God is so good, how come we ain't got nothing? Mm -hmm. How come we're starving? How, you know, I mean, I think that's a valid question, see? So I made up my mind the same way. I don't mind. Uh, I never told Jody that I wasn't eating out there, but right. I made sure she had something to eat. Mm -hmm. I made sure you had something to eat, see? And firstly, who would do such a thing? You invite a guest speaker and you don't feed them? 
I mean, you know, I invite you to my house and, you, and, and there's no food? Uh, you know, I, I, I don't understand, but people, I had a preacher tell me, you got, Brother Joshua, this is when I was a young minister, Brother Joshua, you got to learn to endure hardness as a good soldier. And I thought, well, my God, if that's it, I don't want to be what you are. Mm -hmm. Are you eating good? What, uh, you know, why, why, why do you want me to go through a hard thing? In other words, if you go through a hard thing, it shouldn't be by a Christian. Exactly. It shouldn't be by a person. It may be the devil fighting and hindering you, but not by an individual who says they love God. So now watch this here. I want to read this here. And that's what, thank you for let, reminding me of that story. And I'll, ne I'll, never, I'll never forget that. I saw that physically with my own eyes. But this is what he, this is what he was doing. Take no thought, verse 25, take no thought for, what, for your life, what you shall eat or what you shall drink, nor yet for your body, what you shall put on. It's not the life more than meat and the body than raiment. And then watch this, verse 26. Behold the fowls of the air, for they sow not, neither they reap, nor gather into barns, yet your heavenly Father feedeth them. Are you not much better than they? So if God will feed a bird, mm -hmm. <laughs> I think he'll feed you. Right. If he'll clothe an eagle or a bird with feathers, I believe he'll clothe you with clothes. Right. You see what I'm saying? You know, but people thought that was humble to always live out the missionary barrel. Hmm. You know, uh, uh, don't never give somebody something you don't wear no more. Especially the mission, you know, we don't wear this anymore. I thought that you might like to have it. Well, if you don't want to wear it, why should I want to wear it? Don't, you understand what I'm trying to say? Do you see how that, that's a wrong way of thinking? I know it's been done for millenniums in the missions field, you know. And, uh, uh, well, you know, no, no, no. You, in other words, if you want to send something to the mission field, send your best. Send your best. In other words, go buy a suit that you hadn't wore and put it on that missionary preacher mm -hmm. and say, wear this thing. My God, look good. Hallelujah. You see what I'm saying? And it's not about the stuff. It's about the love that you're willing to commit to someone. Right. See, that's why Jesus said, seek you first. Then he said, take no thought for your life. Now, I, I, a lot of you may not realize this. I have my own plane. I'm pretty sure the whole world knows I do now because I got attacked so many years ago. But, you know, I've, I've been down in three airplane crashes. I had the devil try to kill me several times. And uh, <laughs> but I just said, were you scared? No. No, I'm not, I'm not bragging. I was not scared. In fact, I, I just rebuked the devil in the name of Jesus. Now, what's amazing, after it's all over, after we're out of the plane, after everything, I'm sitting there, and all of a sudden, I just begin to kind of tremble. I thought, well, what's that? And then I rebuked that. What am I going to tremble for? The thing's already over, you see? So the Lord said, I'm going to give you a plane. Hmm. And he did. And I use it for the gospel's sake. It's just that simple. I mean, why don't you fly a Delta? Well, first, Delta can't, cannot fly my schedule. Wish they could. It'd be a lot cheaper, mm -hmm. but they can't. But you know what? Uh, but Delta may be able to fly your schedule, Southwest, and that's great. That, and I'm not better than you are. I just do this for the work ethic. See, now people say, is it hard? To, how much it costs to fly that plane? I don't know. What do you mean you don't know? I don't know. I don't care. Why? Because I seek you first. God's way of doing and being right. He knows I need everything. He just adds to it. So we just go do what the work of the Lord mm -hmm. says to do. It's kind of like when, let me show you how much I rely on Kathy. Or I don't know how she relies on, she may rely on Lorna or something like that. I don't think twice about what's in that refrigerator. I don't go to grocery stores. I don't. Now, Kathy's gone. She'll go to sometimes. And then sometimes you'll send Lorna, who uh, 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 works in a house. Watch this. I just go to it and open it up and look for something. Why? Because she knows I need of that. 
<laughs> she knows I like cheese. I he likes to graze. Cheese. I'm a grazer, you know what I'm saying? So I have these different little containers in there that have different things that he likes to munch on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He always has boiled eggs in there. I like boiled eggs. Little pieces of... Uh, I love cholesterol. Mm -hmm. I just really do. I, <laughs> I like a little piece of cheese. I like a boiled egg or something like that. Now, Kathy's into fruit. She'll have blackberries and blue. Oh, eat this. That's just not my cup of tea, you know what I'm saying? And uh, But, I mean, I like, you know, those kind of things. Now she found me a snack that I really like. I don't know the name of it, but it's kind of... It's, it's like a, cheese, it's, but it's crunchy. It's uh, what He they loves call crunch. I love crunch, you know. <laughs> or I like granola without the milk. I like it with the milk, but I like it without... I, I, if I'm going to snack on something, I like, you know, just the crunchy stuff. Mm -hmm. Now, I, I want all that to say this. I don't have to be concerned about that. Right. She makes sure it's done. Mm -hmm. Now, I make sure she has ice cream. Now, she's a, this woman is an ice cream Stop doing lady. that. Stop doing that. I mean, this woman loves ice cream. It's not fair. I I'll told just, him it's I, like bringing, <laughs> out, bringing whiskey into the house. It's a, a guy's an alcoholic. <laughs> Keep the ice cream out the house. Well, it's I, hard to say no her, to. Her it. favorite is Haagen-Dazs butter pecan. About a pecan, whatever you want. So I went, I, I decided to go to a store. I was feeling good. I wanted to be a blessing to Catholic. I went in the Winn Dixie. That's where we have a store down here. Man, I didn't know what to do, you know. I'm looking around. And I, and I wasn't anxious about not having ice cream in the house. I was glad it wasn't there because I didn't want to partake of it. You know, I didn't want to have it. <laughs> Man, so I walked to be and, tempted. <laughs> and they were filling up the ice cream refrigerator. And there was 28 pints of butter pecan. You don't need to tell all this. I bought the whole 28 pints. I bought them all, and I brought them home, and I put them in the, uh, the refrigerator. And he's sitting there on the sofa just with a, this little and smile smiled, like a spider. And I said, Cassie, I hit the mother load today. She said, the mother load? I said, I hit the mother load. What does that mean? I said, you'll find out when we go watch a movie. We have a theater in the house. And uh, so she opens up. She always likes to snack on something. She, opens, she go, I heard her go, oh, my God. I thought the Holy Ghost coming. <laughs> you know, and she ate the whole 28 pints. No. Not in one day. <laughs> Not in one day. Thank you. <laughs> but I mean, no, I know time. you meant well, but don't do that again. <laughs> don't do that. Please don't do that again. <laughs> and, uh, and she said, it's like heroin to a drug addict. You know, she likes ice cream. Not, I, well, me, I mean, I can eat a bite Actually, of it. Actually, I'm, I'm better. So we, I you can go better. with. And resist it now. I don't have to blame you. When do I see I'm that? responsible. I, I see I'm some to say, <laughs> I res I'm responsible for what goes in my mouth. That's right. <laughs> Not yeah. you. But please help me. I will do it. So she said, please don't buy that. Now, she all, now, I'm a popcorn freak. I love popcorn. I could eat popcorn for supper. Give me a bucket of popcorn. I'm happy. And I eat ice cream for supper, too. So Kathy will come get a popcorn. She said, you want some popcorn? No. I do this Lucifer. Get away from and me. I haven't called you Lucifer. No, I know, but I'm telling you, that's but a maybe devil. maybe I should. That's a great temptation, <laughs> man. That's it. I don't, don't put, because you know how good get popcorn smells. Get thee behind smells. me, Satan. Yeah, I mean, it's smelling up the house, and I'm going, what is this woman doing? You know what I'm saying? Well, she's trying to bless me. Now, you know what? I can't eat popcorn, and she can eat ice cream, but not 28 pints at one time. You understand? So she didn't do that. No, thank But I could eat a whole bucket of popcorn without even blinking, and, uh, but I don't. So she said, well, just have a small bag. How do, you have, how do you eat something small that you really love? It's hard. It's not easy, see? Mm -hmm. But if you, if you understand <laughs> that everything in your life must be controlled by the Christ inside of you. Right. You are a spirit housed in a soul. And clothed in that's a right. body. And that's your verse. You talk about seek ye first the right. kingdom of God and all these things will be added unto you. A lot of people seek other things to fill that void in their life right. that only really can be filled by God. Some people do have a 
too, too much relationship with food. Foods, yeah. we well, all like eat food, food I mean, you know, but we can't let it control our lives. We I don't can't have let hobbies. anything control yeah. us. I don't really have hobbies like a lot of men do. Like Kat, Jody said, uh, buying me something Christmas. Well, you I'm like not to the read. Typical, you like I'm not to the, read. I like to read, yeah, but I'm not the typical dad that you go to, uh, what's the name of the place? The Cabela's. Or, yeah, the, the uh, sports place. Play and get that, I, you know, I don't, I don't do any of that because I never had time to do that. I've always been a, a roadie. I've always been on the road working, stuff like that. So I, I don't really have hobbies. Now, I do like to go out and eat. Uh, I enjoy going out and eat. Now, the way me and Kathy do it, sometimes we just go eat appetizers. Why? Because I like to snack it. Crazy. <laughs> and then sometimes we'll eat an entree. And then we'll start that. She said, well, you want to, I'll say, do you want to split something? Uh, and not, sometimes she doesn't want to, and sometimes she does. But see, sometimes she says, yeah, I'll split some, but I don't want what she has. <laughs> I, don't, I don't want a dark green lettuce. You trust, you yeah, it's healthier for you. Well, you eat it. <laughs> I want the white. I like iceberg. I like a white <laughs> lettuce. You know what I mean? No, it, it doesn't bother her. So we, we, we just work those things out. Then I told her one day, I said, you know, Kathy, we ain't broke. So we ain't got to eat it all. What we can do is box it up. <laughs> Hallelujah. And there ain't no dog in the house. There ain't no cat in the house. <laughs> and we just, so last night we ate leftovers. Leftovers. Leftover. Now I, I I don't have a problem with that. I like. I said, make me. A, I had a, a a cup of Campbell's soup. I just wanted some chicken and rice soup or something like that. And then Kathy said, you know, I got some uh, Chinese food in there and something else she had in there. I can't remember now <laughs> what it was. Oh yeah, uh, meatloaf from some uh, from the cheesecake factory. Yeah. So she ate all that, and I had my cup of soup, and that was it. And then she said, then she saw me get up. What did you do? I went to the now, I'm just telling you this. We're very open here. Well, I said, seek you first. I, I know what I want. I went and got me a spoon, and I opened up and, uh, a jar of Jif Extra Crunchy Peanut Butter. <laughs> not with bread, not with crackers. I just took the spoon, got me a, uh, a tablespoonful, mm. and something that God created for me, Nutella. <laughs> I like this, this chocolate Nutella. And I took a, about a teaspoon of that and mixed it with that peanut butter. That satisfied me right there, you know. And I'm saying, like, and, and she said, "That's all you're gonna do." I said, "That's it," and I was finished, you know. And uh, and uh, and, but now nah, I could have went out and ate a steak. I, I, I can go eat anywhere I want, and do any fine restaurant in, anywhere in the world. I don't mean that privately, just the way it is. But you see, I, I was satisfied, and you know, and I thank God for my peanut butter. Now, don't send me no peanut butter, for God's sake, please. <laughs> you know, uh, and people say, why don't you go to, is it Costco's? or the, What's the one that has all the natural food? What do they call that? Whole so, Foods. Whole food. food. You can get the real peanut. No, no, I don't want that real peanut. I taste it. Blah. I, don't, I want some sugar in that peanut butter. <laughs> I want Jif. <laughs> I'm helping the Jif company out there. Jif. You know? and, but I was satisfied. What? Now, watch this. I am satisfied with God Almighty in my life. Mm -hmm. Or you. Do you seek ye first? I don't just use God to, for him to give me stuff. Right. We worship him. We know him. We honor him. Mm -hmm. And you know what? To tell you the truth, I very seldom ever ask, well, I don't ask him for needs. I don't. Kathy, remember you asked me that? Jesse, you never, you told me that years ago. You never ask God for a need. And I said, I never will. What do you mean? You, well, the Bible said he'll supply all my need according to his riches and glory. So he ain't worried about it. So why should I be worried about it? Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? That's what Jesus kept saying. Take no thought. Take no thought. 
Take no thought. Trust him. So I really believe some of you are going through some hard times. Well, we're not going to have a very good Christmas. You're going to have the best Christmas you've ever had in your life. Why? You celebrate the birth of Jesus. It's not about gifts. Gifts are nice. Yeah. All that kind of stuff. I mean, sit down, man. And my God, you know, growing up, we were very poor. We never had cake. Mm -hmm. I still like cake till today. You know what my grandmother would do? She'd make what we call sweet cornbread. She'd take cornbread and put sugar in it. Boy, I still love that to the day. And then she called the other cornbread salty cornbread. Salty cornbread was regular cornbread, as you just say. But she'd make a cornbread like a cake, uh, you know, sweet. Oh, God, man. <laughs> it was great. In fact, I like that better than some cake. Simple pleasures. Just, you know what? And we had puts, a great time just to be around syrup Grandma. with his cornbread. Yeah, and I mean, you know. As if and, it's uh, not sweet enough. Yeah, I mean, see, it's not about the stuff. It's nice to have stuff. Don't misunderstand me. It's nice. What I love about Jody, my daughter, and give her glory and give her honor. Like a lot of times, uh, Meredith will have a bunch of stuff she don't use anymore. So Jody picks up all those toys and those stuffed animals and all of man, whatever. <clears throat> and she'll bring it to someone that doesn't have it. And my God, them kids go slap crazy. Yeah, and they're like new, most of them. Oh, yeah. The old like things she throws away. She yeah. gives the good. Yeah, gives the good. We yeah. don't give stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, we don't eat this. We thought maybe y'all might like it. Have anybody ever tell you that? Well, if you don't eat it, I certainly don't want it. Yeah, I heard the story of a pastor who used to always get food from people in their church. They said, look, our family doesn't need this. We thought y'all would like it. Well, he, he had a place in his backyard that they labeled the spot. And so later when they'd ask him, hey, what would you think of that food I gave you? He said, well, it really hit the spot. It hit the spot. So they He's would throw it. it. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. It hit the spot. But we have to give our best. You know, when we seek God, we seek him with our whole heart. He wants our best, Amen. our best time with him, our, our love towards him, our, our, our best time, you know, spent with him. How, how do you seek ye first the kingdom of God? I, well, I see it as I, I put him first in my life. What's the and first thing you do And if there's a problem that happens, well, I, I, I prepare. I go to sit you, in my little spot and read my work, yeah. read scriptures see, every morning. See, seeking first. Yes, and I trust straight. him to guide my steps. I ask him, I invite him into my life for my day, Lord. I trust you and Amen. guide you. And I even trust him with how to pray because many right. times I don't know what's coming up ahead. Sure. And I trust him to guide us. Even like today, Lord, what are we going to even talk about today right. in our, I in never our tell chat? You, right? yeah. Well, I, I know it's going to be good. Yeah, well, see, the first thing I do is I get up, I, go, I get on my truck, I mean, I do my exercise, but I love doing my, what I call my morning devotions. Hello, Jesus. Hi, Jesse. And boy, we just start. And I said, and I, I approach him the way the word of God says to approach. Mm -hmm. If you want to know how I approach, I said, Lord, I come before you today. I reverence your holy name. Mm -hmm. Oh, you got to know that name. I reverence your mission. That's to go in the world and preach the gospel. I reverence your will. Not my will, but thine be done. And I reverence your holiness. Lord, you said, be ye holy for I am holy. So I come before a holy God. This is what I do every morning. And Lord, if I've committed any sin, iniquity, or trespass, forgive me. I repent of it. Mm -hmm. See, this is not about my salvation. Right. This is about my sanctification. Sanctification. See, mm -hmm. I'm saved by grace. Mm -hmm. So I said, now I'm clean. And not that I did anything wrong, but I, I, I'm going before a holy God. Right. And then I start, Lord, according to St. John, chapter 14. He said, quote it for me, Jesse. I said, yes, sir, I can do that. St. John, chapter 14, verse 12. Go do the works that I do, and greater than these shall you do, because I go to my Father. Whatsoever you shall ask in my name, that will I do. That the Father may be glorified in the Son. I said, then Jesus, you said this. If you shall ask anything in my name, right. I will do it. So I use the power of attorney to use that name. And then I pray for mm -hmm. you, my mm -hmm. partners. Mm -hmm. For you that sends us these wonderful uh, uh, testimonies. Mm -hmm. We pray for you. 
call you. Lord, bless them. Minister, I pray for wisdom on how to handle this space. Mm -hmm. To do what, I said, this is the day the Lord hath made. We shall rejoice. Even though Satan will try to mess it up. Even though he'll try to mess this and that and all this kind of, or something will break or something. That'll all get fixed. Yeah. And when I finish that prayer, oh, son, I'm ready for battle. I got the helmet of salvation on, breastplate of righteousness, shield of faith, soul of the spirit, loins girded about with truth, feet, feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. You see, ladies and gentlemen, this word is not in you. It can't come out of you. This should be a daily occurrence in your life. That's seeking first. Oh, that, that, Putting that, him first in every situation that rises up. So the first thing I say, I don't say, what do I need? Now, I'm going to shock some of y'all. You're going to get mad at me, but that's all right. I say, well, what do I want today? What do I desire today? Mm -hmm. hmm. And the Lord says, speak it. That's not greed. That's not, see, that's a father saying, I want to bless you. How many times Kathy came the other day to me? She looked at me and got the big blue eyes. I said, what? She said, you know, I went shopping with Meredith today. I said, you did? She said, and I couldn't tell her no. Like as if that would make me mad. I said, your daughter's 49, Jody, and I've never told her no. I said, Meredith's almost 13 years old, and I've never told her no. You're just picking up my habit. She said, but you, you don't know how much I spent. <clears throat> Ready? I don't care. I've cast that care upon the Lord. I just shocked a bunch of you right there. Why? Because my God, my personal now, now we get my God said, if I delight myself therefore in him, mm -hmm. he will give me the desires of my heart. What's my desire? To be a blessing to my granddaughter. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> he said, I can pray like the psalmist David. The Lord's my shepherd. I shall not want. Right, right. Now, the reason why so many people sometimes... Uh, uh, can't get what they want, the Lord is not their shepherd. That's right. See, actually, the Lord is their Savior, but He's not their Lord. And many they times. They want Him as Savior, but they don't want Him as Lord. That's I've, a whole nother ballgame. That's right. And I found that when that's the case, their wants are distorted. Right. You know, and, right. and but God, when God comes into our life, it changes us from the inside out. Amen. And God shows us how to focus our wants on things that will bring glory to Him, that will enrich our families, that will. Oh. Uh, Help us to spread the good Amen. news about Jesus all over the world. All these things Seek are so first. important. You know, something happened at your mother's house 40 years ago. I'll never forget this. Uh, Kathy and my, uh, they, we'd all get 40 together. years 40 ago. 40 years ago, I remember. Because this was a really a, 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 a stepping stone in my life. I learned something that day that I've never forgotten that I've done ever since. We went to your mom's house, and boy, I mean, the whole place is running with grandkids and kids and all that kind of stuff. And... My God, they open up, they begin to open up Christmas. I think it was Christmas Eve. You ready for this? They got paper and ribbons, seemed like that high stuff. Because she got a big family. I mean, the kids and everybody running like this. So I'm sitting there, and of course, my nieces and my nephew, they bring me a little gift. They open up this, or this and that. And everybody's just enjoying themselves and having a wonderful time. And I'm looking like this. Now, this is 40 years ago. And I thought, everybody's getting a gift, and it's nobody's birthday. Mm -hmm. I said, this is Jesus' birthday. Now, when you go to a birthday party, normally you bring a gift. Usually if you go to a little you something, like, you should, you know, whatever. I said, Jesus is not getting a gift. This is Christmas time. Everybody's getting presents, he ain't getting nothing. Mm. And I made up my mind that day, that's why I, I remember it so explicitly, <clears throat> that every Christmas I would give the Lord something. What? 
what do you give to God? You'd be surprised. And uh, I said, I'm going to give God something. Now, I'm going to sound stupid when I say this, but it don't make no difference. Sometimes I would wrap it, stick it underneath the Christmas tree, tell God, don't look. No, you got the power to look through the paper. You know what I'm saying? Ooh, you know? But I mean, I, he would honor me. And I, I, I have more than a relationship with the Lord. I have a fellowship. He would honor me. He said, uh, what you get me for Christmas? I said, you're going to have to wait. <laughs> now, I know that sounds nuts. But when you have a fellowship with God, when you have an understanding, see, and I said, I just want to be a blessing. And I'll tell you what I normally do. Me and Kathy both do it. We'll usually pray about, this is not to God, to us. Talking about, what can we do for, for the Lord today? And what we'll do, we'll find a ministry. You know, and, uh, and we'll send them a, a financial gift as a gift to the Lord. And, I mean, God just loves that. I mean, it's, and I love it too. I do it every, I did it again this year. Right. i never forget that time, and I believe I can say this, um, this must have been maybe five years ago. Uh, there's a guy, he named, uh, there's a good couple, a great pastor named Michael Mele and Elaine Mele, wonderful church there on the West Bank of New Orleans. And he's been so kind to us. We're good friends. We don't get to see each other more. We'd like to see each other more, but, you know, both of us are busy. But he invites me to his Thanksgiving thing that he has for his ministry. Yeah, which they didn't have this they year because, because of COVID. Of stuff. Yeah. But. So watch this. So we're sitting there like on a round table just like this. To make a long story short, now this is Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. I wasn't expecting the Lord to say this because it's Thanksgiving. Christmas is 25, 27 days more. He said, Jesse, I know that voice. I went, he said, what you going to give me for Christmas? I said, it's Thanksgiving. <laughs> Just go have to wait. He says, I know what I want. Can I suggest what I want? Mm-hmm. I said, well, yeah. And now there was a pastor and his wife sitting about as close as this glass of water Right here. We're all eating together. He said, pay their church note. For this, yeah, for, for December. December. And I thought, okay, but I don't know how much it is. Mm-hmm. And the Lord said, well, ask her. I said, uh-huh. I, I, that's their business. I, Lord, they put me in a rock in a hard place. This, you know, Pastor Church said, fine. I mean, he was on me, but I said, okay. <clears throat> so I leaned over to his wife and I said, uh, excuse me. She said, yes. I said, oh, y'all have a really beautiful church. It's very big. She said, oh, yeah, we're really excited about mm-hmm. it. I said, um, how, much, how, much, how much is your note every month on that church? And I was feeling so bad saying that because I thought, this is none of my business. I don't do that. I don't walk on the beach. How much is your house note? You know, she goes, yeah, I don't do that. And she looked at me. She said, oh, it's big. I said, okay. I said, well, would you mind telling me? And I think it was thirty-five thousand dollars. Thirty-one. I know it was thirty. Thirty. More than thirty, or a little, little more than thirty. And I said, "Oh, I said, listen, if you don't mind, we give the Lord a, a, a Christmas gift, and we're going to do it ahead. We want to pay for the whole month of December." And I leaned over to Kathy. I said, "Kathy, you got a check?" Kathy goes, I "Always got a check." <laughs> so she writes a check. That lady freaked out. So she leans over to her husband. She said, Brother Jesse and Sister Kathy just paid our church note for December. Mm-hmm. Now watch this. Mm-hmm. He went, what? And I was looking off camera right there because my mind's thinking like these two. He said, but Jesse, that is, that's big. I mean, you know. I said, no, it's not. It's just something we want to do. We do it for the Lord. Well, I didn't know he'd go back and tell his church that, you know. Mm-hmm. And but he did and blessed the people and told them how we give a gift to the Lord's work. See, and it was just such a blessing. 
Now, I won't tell you something. God, I, God, God almost done this to me when I got home. Come here, Bible like long. He said, what do you want? <laughs> what do you want? Jesse, you been, I said, oh, nothing, nothing. nothing. I just, I, it felt so, how do I say this? I can say it in the Holy Ghost. I'm going to say it the best way I, I can do it. It made me feel wonderful to make God feel good, for lack of a better way to say it. I don't know how to, you know, that's the natural, you know, how you make God feel good. You know, mm. you worship him. It was an act of worship. Now, and he said, I appreciate you thinking of me. Well, why did I think of him? See, he first. Now, when I learned that at your mother's house 40 years ago, mm -hmm. we have never forgotten that. True. Now, and and, and, and it, it, it has been one of the greatest blessings. And, you know, Christmas. usually we give it ahead of time. Uh -huh. So I think maybe that would be okay for you to give me my gift ahead of time. <laughs> oh, oh. I'm just joking. Seek to make you it first, funny. Jesse. Hey, you know, we got some, <laughs> some heavy conversations today, yeah, but it's all good. But Can yeah, I read a few testimonies? Did you, did you enjoy that? So I'm not telling you to do this. I believe a lot of people are already doing things like that. You know, to be able to do that. To okay, be able, you got, be you a got blessing. Some, uh, you got some, uh, some great, testimonies? Great testimonies from Armenia, Bahamas, Sashquan, North Wales, Australia, Ghana, South Africa. Uh, Cape Town, South Africa, Melbourne, Australia. And this one from Alberto I want to read to you okay. today because it, you were talking about soup earlier and eating and I all the soup. food things. Alberto wrote in and said, Thank you, Brother Jesse and Sister Kathy, for this wonderful message and time you spared for us once again. I think they must have watched a past boardroom chat. It says, um, uh, I watched this while I was making a soup today. Praise the Lord. And it was like having you in my kitchen. Praise God. Thank you for the many inspiring thoughts and personal stories you shared. You made me laugh. You made me think. And you reinforced my faith once again. Well, that, that, that blesses lovely? me. Thank you, sweetheart, for saying Love that. Love that. You know, all we, we do these things, and we try to be as open as we can. Maybe sometimes we're too open. Maybe Kathy no, was a little bit. Not too okay. bad. This is, and, this uh, is okay. I just want, we're just normal people. I, I, this session today is, I, the Lord told me, he said, tell the people if they'll put me first, mm -hmm. I will put them first. How does he do that? Spiritually, physically, financially. Some of you need some money. Right. Well, when you sow a seed, you're putting God first. Why? Because you need some money. So why would you give money if you need money? Exactly. Right? I mean, it's common sense. So we'll get ready for the blessing of a 30, a 60, a 104,000 time return, which is on me and Kathy personally, as well as this ministry. Well, listen to this testimony that was sent in on YouTube. It's yeah. from Gail. It says, a praise report. Go ahead. I recently joined as a partner. I called in November to start in December. I took my small donation and magnified it 100 times. Praise the Lord. So they're already seeing it. In, Gail's already seeing it. What's her name, Gail? Gail. Increase. Let me help you. It's not a small donation. Never. An act of love is never small. Mm -hmm. See, we always think about, well, a person gave $1,000 and you gave $5. Well, God, God's going to bless the guy with the 1000 No. It's all relative. See what I'm trying In to fact, say? many times that you our, thought of someone. our Christmas gift was much smaller than that one that you talked about today that oh, was over 30000 yeah. Oh, yeah. Sometimes it was just 100 Whatever it is, the it Lord $100. put in our heart. Sometimes 50 when we first started. But it was obedience that mattered. Now it's hundreds of thousands of dollars. But, you know, God knows Ooh, it's a joy to give. shock you? <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah, this year it was a couple of hundred. A couple of hundred thousand dollars. We just wanted to be a blessing. <laughs> Now, people thought, Jesse, the plan's done. He lost his mind. Oh, no, no. Don't get mad at me if you see me being so blessed because you see the Lord said, because thou hast done this. Oh, Lord, I can start prophesying. Just like when he told Abraham, because you did this. 
you better get ready for the blessing. So the tsunami of blessing is coming my way. And you know what? I didn't even have to ask for it. Because you're not seeking the blessing. No. You're seeking. The, ble the person that blesses God. I seek Seeking God. first yeah. him. Yeah. I, I seek the healer, not the healing. I seek the provider, not the provision. Do you see what I'm saying? Exactly. But because I have the healer and the provider, I have the healing and the provision. So don't get mad at me if my blessing ain't my fault. I remember the Lord thy God, for it is he that giveth thee power to get well. Yes. I remember him. Not only on the Christmas holidays, they call it on Christmas season. Mm -hmm. I remember him every day. That's seeking first. So I don't worry about I don't worry about what I wear. Now Kathy does. Kathy worries about what I wear. I she wouldn't does. call it worrying. <laughs> what would you call it? I'm just kind of helping you. <laughs> I'm your helpmate. She suggested that's I said, out of style. Oh, he, put, he you should have seen what he put on on Sunday morning. I look good. Oh, my goodness. Come on. I said, Jesse, you look like you belong in Las Vegas. Go take that off. It was like really tacky. And it was no, not tacky. It was so out, it was, of, it was so it, out of character because he generally is, looks pretty classy. I said, you just kind of go no, off the path a little bit. I look like an entertainer. Bit. I put on I this was, beautiful cobalt shirt and baby what, blue jacket. Said, what was he seeing? It looked like a, and while I had to go out and sing a song, I'm I might do it Sunday. No. <laughs> and that was my life before. She go, she's just used to seeing me now in a coat and tie, you know, uh, navy blue. Can I describe black, what he looked gray like? Gray and brown. Let me describe it. Okay, he had this beautiful shirt. Each one of these items by themselves were gorgeous. Beautiful dark blue, sort of like a cobalt blue shirt. And he brought in this, had a pale ja blue jacket with it. Then he had a plaid tie that brought all those colors together. And I said, You look like you belong on the Las Vegas stage. And I love Las Vegas. I said, Vegas We're going Vegas. to church. We're not going to Las Vegas. You go change. <laughs> no, she wanted me to go change. Well, I'm going to wear it because I like looking. One day hey. he may come out in that. Who knows? <laughs> yes. You see, if, that if I don't catch that, him before he goes out the door. That, bother, that don't more bother me. If I want to wear something. So I'm not worried, but Ooh. I'm helping you. <laughs> see, she said, that's out of style. And you do the care. same to me. Sometimes you say, Kathy, that no, makes No, no, no. I don't do that. You ask me. You, I don't tell you. Oh, that looks I, like trash. Well, I you say, you. <laughs> you say this. Jesse, how this look? Didn't I you get mad? I think he was asking me because he came into my I'm interrupting you. While I was dressing to ask me. And, and he doesn't always ask. You're right. But he comes and he poses. And he's looking at me like, okay, what do you think? He may not have said it with his words, but his eyes yeah. said, what do you think? So I told him what I thought. He knows he's going to get the truth. Yeah, she'll say, uh, do you like this? Well, I'm not going to lie to her. I said, no. Then, then, then here come, it's like I'm, like I'm being grilled by a lawyer. Well, how come you don't like it? Well, I don't really know why I don't like it. I just don't like I, it. You know, well, I think it, I think it looks good. Well, then wear it. I don't mind him telling me <laughs> what he thinks. And I want that because there have been times when I asked him what he thought and he just kind of said it's okay or he just said it's fine, you know, that fine word. And so he didn't really elaborate. And here we're at a hotel. We were going to a meeting. We were, I had dressed in the hotel. And, and we're getting at the elevators when he I says, you know, that doesn't I did it on purpose, He said, Josh. that doesn't really look good. I said, no, well, why no, didn't no. you tell me that no, when I, I was in the room? I got in the elevator room? and I looked at it like getting away. Mm. She goes, what? I said, that looks like trash. <laughs> He just likes to jerk my chain sometimes. So it was fun. I do it to him too. It's fun. You can tell we, we have, have a fun. good marriage. We have several bruises on our body. No. We know we don't. I'm just joking. Anyway, I want to end this saying. Yeah, let's end it on a good thing. <laughs> seek ye first. This is the Christmas time, the Christmas mm -hmm. season. Just seek ye first God. 
Yeah. And all this other stuff will yeah. be added on you. Seek him first in your relationship with him. Seek him first in your relationship with each other. Oh, man. Seek him first with the, the situations you deal with every day. God wants to give you answers to the problems that you deal with every day. He is a good God. He sent Jesus to the cross. He sent Jesus to the earth as a baby first. That's right. And then that's what we celebrate Christmas is all about. Amen. But the cross made all the difference. So I end with Matthew 6, 33. Seek ye first the kingdom of God. That's right. God's way of doing and being right and his righteousness because you are righteous. Yes. And all the stuff that all everybody worries about will come about. to pass. Amen. This is Jesse and Kathy saying we love you. If we don't see you right before Christmas, oh, we, we want to say Merry Christmas. <laughs> yes, we will. <laughs> God is so good. If you ever Christmas. get a chance, can I say this? If you ever get a chance, uh, you know, once all this stuff, people start traveling, we'd love you to come. To, we live in a, a suburb of New Orleans, Louisiana called Destrahan. And uh, maybe you could come and see this campus that we have here. That we, they call it a campus. I just call it a church. And, well, the Jesse the Plants Ministry. Yeah. It will bless you. We have yeah, a, maybe you could come when we have our visionary oh, conference, that's in which July. is in July. Also, or my glorious conference, Amen. which is in October. Or just come for a Sunday. Yeah, just whatever. And you'll church. be blessed by it. Also, for all you that give, I, I always end it this way. I can't thank you enough for all my partners and friends who financially bless this ministry. 100% of what you give goes into world evangelism. It's so wonderful to be debt-free. We've been debt-free since 1982, ministry-wise, personal, everything. I mean, it's just a blessing of the Lord. So if you would like to give today, some, you know, because it's a giving season, you can text to give us. You can go to JDM.org. You can PayPal. Uh, what else? You can, you, you can send in a check to Jesse Brand's ministry if you want. And if you don't, that's okay. Hey, don't, don't feel obligated, my Lord. We're not broke, far from broke. Hallelujah. We just like to give. We enjoy it. We, we do it. Well, Christmas is every day in me and Kathy's life. We're always giving something to somebody somewhere. Such a blessing. Uh, I'll say this, and then we'll close. We went and ate at a restaurant yesterday that Kathy liked. That's it. like your fourth closing. Yeah, I like to close <laughs> quite a bit. It's kind of hard to close that door. And uh, so after we, okay. she gave us the meal. Uh, the lady gave us a ticket like this, and I, I said, and I thought, I thought a little disappointed look on this lady's face. I said, I didn't put a tip on this bill, and she went because you had paid with a credit card. Well, not I a credit you. card, no, no, or that, a uh, charge card. No, no, that gift card. Oh yeah, a and gift we, card. That's right. Yeah, somebody had given us a gift card. Mm -hmm. I said, I, I, I didn't put a, a, a tip on that, and she went. Watch my face. She went. Well, that's okay. I said, but here's a hundred dollars for you. She goes, Are you serious? I said. Merry Christmas. But you don't know her. Don't need to know her. Mm -hmm. See, she didn't know, didn't realize that God sent me there to be a blessing to that lady. She said, are you sure? I said, yes. Merry Christmas. Enjoy. The Lord blesses you today. <clears throat> What's wrong with that? That's just such a blessing of the Lord. You can call that prosperity. I call it good prosperity. I like to be a blessing. This is Jesse and Kathy saying again, Merry Christmas, and we'll see you very soon coming up what, next week, I guess, or something yeah. like that, and have a wonderful time, okay? God bless you. God bless you. Bye -bye. Merry Christmas.